Boom goes the dynamite. Welcome in to a Monday edition of The Realist Show on the radio. Your daily dose of reality radio. Boy, is this some reality today. It's going to be like Real Talk Brandon Uncensored on here today. Welcome to the show. I am Clay Edwards. This, of course, is the Clay Edwards Show live on 103.9 FM WYAB. Maybe we should change it. It's your daily dose of Fafo Radio. <laughs> I got on my Fafo shirt. Looking at it in the window here, see the reflection. If you want one, holler at me. G.I. Joe style, F.A.F.O. Clay with show shirts. Uh, hit me up on the Guns and Gear text line and we can arrange you getting one dropped off to your home or work or I can ship it to you. The, the phone number is 769-241-1944. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. Uh, you can text in all your opinions. You can do more than just buy shirts there. You can text in all your thoughts and opinions about what we've got going on in the show this morning or anytime for that matter. You see a news story, a news link, uh, hear about something you think I should talk about, that is probably the best place to send me that type of information. I do I do not check my Facebook messages as often as I should, especially the ones to the to the business page, the Save Jackson page. I've gotten better, but the text line is the best way to get me to talk about something. The phone line, if you guys want to chime in this morning, I'm thinking you probably will. Is 601-879-0002. Real quick, before we get started, I want to welcome a new partner to the show. And uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going, we're going to jump straight into the, the shenanigans that took place in Brandon this weekend. I, I know this, a lot of people want to hear my thoughts on it. A lot of people want to vent about it. We're, we're going to do that. We're, you know, we're definitely going to talk about that. But first, I want to welcome Southeastern Power Sports to the show. Joe McNamee, a retired policeman, military, uh, runs this runs this operation out there on Highway 51 North, or I was Highway 51 in Madison, Mississippi. If you guys are looking for somewhere to possibly buy a pre-owned four wheeler or side by side, or if you gotta four-wheeler or side-by-side name brand man none of this chinese stuff you know none of this none of this hardware store stuff if you've got like you know your honda suzuki can-ams polaris so on and so forth yamaha you know the the real stuff if, if you've got some of that and you need some work done on it they can do it all at southeastern power sports they're expanded expanding here over the next week or so they're uh, doubling their size pretty much so they'll be able to get to stuff a little bit quicker. They got a waiting list. Most great places do. I recommend you getting over there and see them for all of your autom- uh, not automotive. I'm sorry, all of your ATV and side by side repairs, accessories. They can do it all. You tear your drive axle up. I think that's what they call them on four wheelers, right? The the drive axle or drive whatever rear ends, front ends. They can take care of all that stuff. Uh, they can get it all. Except, like I say again, all the accessories. You want some. Uh, sound system put on your four-wheeler they got it all you know but look it's the little stuff too man just basic maintenance that needs to be done on these things oil changes programmers they can do it all tune-ups brakes lift kits windshields winches bumpers wheels tires 
They can do it all. Southeastern Power Sports. Glad to have them on board. I've known Joe McNamee going all the way back to McDowell Road days. I even knew his brother, or know his brother. He's, he's still with us. Uh, I knew his brother back in the day. Uh, J- I remember Joe was a JPD officer. He was chasing around. It was like a game of cat and mouse. <laughs> Here we are on the same team nowadays. So looking forward to having him on the show. Uh, those guys snagged some FAO, FAFO shirts from me the other day, and I got to go out and sit, visit them three or four times last week. And just really, really, really like those guys. Everybody at the shop, shout out to them this morning. Welcome to the show. All right, let's jump straight in. Let's just jump straight in. Let's talk about the Brandon Brawl, the Brandon Fight Club. It's been nicknamed a bunch of different things. Some of you may have heard of it. Some of you may have not. I've been actually surprised that some of the people that have not heard about it, uh, they found out about it via my post. And I always hate that. I always hate if I bring more attention to something because I spoke about it. I just assumed everyone knew about this particular incident. So all day Saturday, I was moving. Uh, not myself, I was moving my girlfriend from 7 a.m. to about 10 p.m. that night. I was as unplugged from what was going on in the world as I have been in for, for a 12, 13-hour period in a long time. But I was not unplugged from this because I got text after text after text about, Clay, have you seen this fight? Have you seen this fight? A group of older kids jumped on a 15-year-old. It's bad. And uh, the the grandmother of the victim reached out to me, Miss Julie. That was the first time I'd seen about it. And then everybody starts tagging me in these posts, and I start seeing about it and whatnot. So long story short, here's what happened. And I'm not going to get caught up in the nuts and bolts of accusations. We're not going to name kids' names. They're all minors. We ain't going to do that here. You know, I will name uh, the father's name of the victim because he's going to call into the show later and it's all over the internet. So we're still not going to name the son. I just don't think that's right. We're not going to name any of the kids that are uh, caught up in this. I don't think that's right. That's just my opinion, my show. So those my rules. So this guy, this 15-year-old kid kind of gets lured out of his home. My my understanding is by a girl with the promise of with the promise of, you know, some girl guy stuff. I'm just glad you know what I'm just gonna say this on the front end. I'm just glad to know that a fifteen year old boy is still willing to risk it all at the shot of hanging out with a female. I mean, all all, all joking aside, in this day and age where half these kids don't know if they're male or female cisgender, pansexual, LGBTQ, elemental trans, BLM. It is nice to know that a 15-year-old boy's got that testosterone pumping through his veins, just ready to risk it all, knowing it might be a bad idea. YOLO, YOLO, ready to risk it all. So uh, I, I, I am not kidding. I was thinking about that last night. I was like, you know, I mean, the, under, the underside of this carriage here, of this story, is that this boy was ready to risk it all for the American dream, for what every 15-year-old boy should be ready to risk it all for. So kudos to him. So they pick him up. And it, 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 from the best I can tell, it was, a, it, was, it was a premeditated attack. Took him over to Shiloh Park. 
So the guy's in the car with a girl or two, and it's just him. There's five, six guys. There's a bunch of folks there waiting. Now, I want to be clear here. I don't know if Shallow Park is a place where all young Brandon folks like park and hang out all the time. So I just I don't I don't know. I live around the corner from it, but I never go past the parks it's outside of my purview. I have no reason to go past Shallow Park. This is, it's in the middle of a neighborhood. So unless you're going to somebody's house or you're going to the park, there's no real reason to go by there. I don't go to nobody's house down there, and I'm not playing at the ballpark. So I have no reason to go down Shallow Park. Beautiful area, by the way. <clears throat> um, So they get there, and immediately... From the video, now I don't know how long they were there. The video picks up at the beginning of the fight. So I don't know if they'd been there, if that happened the second he got out of the car or if they had been there for a minute. I'm not sure, you know, all of that. I'm sure the police will be working that out. And yes, the police are definitely involved in this. So one kid jumps on the kid, and they say, you know, immediately it's five on one. From the the video I got, it's about thirty seconds. The video that went around about thirty, I get thirty seconds ish, and it, and to the best I could tell, that was it. It was over. Now, on one hand, that's terrible. I don't, you know, I've got a lot I want to say about this, but I want to start here. I'm not sugarcoating any of this. It's terrible. Five on one, two on one, three on one, any of that. That ain't how we should roll. Now, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I did that same kind of dumb stuff. If if I could get on Highway 49 here in the DeLorean, get it up to 88 miles an hour, and go back to 1992 through 1996, 97, Clay Edwards took part in these same type shenanigans in a little group known as the Southside Posse. we, We thought we were bad. We thought we were tough. Now, we weren't even the we weren't even the OG Southside Posse guys. We were like the the last of a dying breed over there. Boy, we thought we was tough. Well, you you can't you couldn't know one person will get the five of us. So I, I want to be careful about demonizing these kids as if they've done something that none of us have ever done. Now I'm not saying everybody's done that. I'm not saying I'm right either. I'm saying I'm 100 percent in the wrong. But I want to be careful to demonize these kids. I'm just blessed that all of my shenanigans didn't take place in the time period where everybody had a 4K camera in their pocket. Because there's a good chance that between between McDowell Road and the two or three years that we had Crazy 8 open down there in Byram, there's a good chance I'd still be living in a 4x8. Or at least be a convicted felon and having a hard time getting a job and not be able to own a firearm. So thank God for... Being, being born in Gen X, not Gen Z. So anyway, the I, I'm not sure how it all ended. They, they breaks, it gets broken up at that point, the fight. It's over. It's the kid. I don't know that the, the full details of the aftermath. The kid gets home. His dad and family find out what's happened at this point. Well, I, look, I'm never going to tell. I'm not about to tell anybody how they should react when they find out their kid got jumped by five people. I'm not going to say what is an overreaction, what is an underreaction, any of that. I don't have the audacity to tell somebody else how they should act when they find out about their kid getting jumped. You know, I know a lot, everybody has an opinion. Everybody says, oh, 
well, I would have done this. I would have done that. They better be glad it wasn't me. I'd be out there uh, whooping them kids' butts or, you know, I'd go whoop their parents' butts and or the cops or just whatever, fill in the blank way that, that any other parent would have handled it. None of us know how we would have handled it until you're put in that position. I thought Kyle was a f- friend of mine. Full disclosure, I'm friends with the guy whose kid this happened to. And I'm friends with several of the parents on the other side. Now, I could have told you that looking at the video. I don't necessarily recognize people's kids. But as you see the aftermath of this unfold, you're like, oh, crap. You know, I hate this for all parties involved. <clears throat> so, so Kyle puts the video out there. Or maybe his brother Steven does. One or the other. The video gets out there from one of them. And it, you know, it goes viral within our circle of so within our social circle. And you know, I, I'll say this: I, I I like the way they handled it in the sense that they took no prisoners. They they demanded. They didn't ask. They demanded accountability from the parents. Of the kids involved. Even if that meant. Those parents. Having to physically catch those hands. And uh. Stephen and. Um, uh, I'm sorry. Kyle. And his brother. They're in pretty good shape. The boys in the gym. Rock solid. Rock solid people. If you're in your mid 40s. You really don't want to fight these guys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Anyway, and I, I, that is taking nothing away from the other parents involved in this. I'm just saying, these are some big old boys, and the threat of violence resonates. Like, oh, crap. I'm about to have to pay, my, pay for, get my butt whooped for what my son did. Anyway, that's, that's really unrelated. That, but they demanded accountability, and they got it. So I wake up yesterday morning, and I'm checking my emails. I'm on Facebook, should I say, and I get a message from a guy. I'm not, again, I'm not going to name kids' names. I don't think, uh, they're minors. We, we need to remember that. I mean, there's a minor in Brandon last week that killed two people. And they've yet to tell us his identity. I'm, I th- that, that's a lot worse than, than this. So until, until they decide to tell us that guy's identity, I don't, I don't think... I'm going to reveal the identities of kids that were fighting in a, in a field or at a park. So it ain't the same thing. So anyway, so one of the parents, one of the fathers of the, the kids reached out to me. I'm just, and this, this moved me because this is accountability being demanded by this father of his son. And I like that. And that's how a community self-polices itself. That's what you call active parenting. You know, that's why and look, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a shot at Jackson here because somebody so many people from Jackson tagged me in this. Oh, Clay, you ain't gonna talk about this. You ain't gonna talk about this. Well, the biggest difference in this event happening in Brandon versus Jackson is if that fight had happened in Jackson, Three to four, the six involved would be shot, and five to seven innocent bystanders would also be shot. Tell me where's the lie at. T- tell me where I'm lying at. I'm a, 
I'm going to read this message from this father here. I'm going I'm, I'm to try to not, I'm not read the name. Uh, Clay, I am the father of one of the kids in the video that jumped the boy at Shiloh. I learned of this event yesterday morning when my son came home from a sleepover at his buddy's house. It sickened me and his mother that our son was capable of being in, being in such a cowardly act against the boy. I immediately reached out to Kyle, the boy's father, and expressed how ashamed and sorry we were for his actions and explained we were willing to work with him to make this right by him and his son, even if he wanted to pursue pressing charges against our son. Our son turned himself into Brandon Police, showed the video to an officer, and gave a written statement of what led up to it. He's not proud. He knows he knew better. He wants to do the right thing to end this. He's a good kid at heart. He is not a monster that he is being portrayed as. He made a really bad decision, all brought on by a girl saying, uh, just all, all, all over a girl making some accusations. Because I don't want to get into the accusations. I don't, they're not relevant to this. The accusations don't justify uh, a five-on-one jumping. So that moved me to know that parents, because people love to every time, Something like this happens. People love to jump in the comments. Where are the parents? Where are the parents? Uh, where, where, where are the parents supposed to be? Are they supposed to be next to their kid 24-7, 365? You're supposed to, supposed to helicopter over a 16, 17-year-old 24-7? I mean, you got to give kids a little room to breathe and a little room to make their own mistakes sometimes. You know the whole premise of this show is about learning from mistakes. You know, and taking them. God knows I have. Golly. I had other parents reach out. Same thing. I know they've had I know they've had conversations with Kyle. You know, it's just, it's the same same thing. Now I've had two parents reach out whose kids have been falsely accused of being there or falsely accused of being involved when they're not even in the video. We got to be, y'all got to be careful about that too. Just running with names that weren't involved. When we come back, we got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some adults threatening kids and, and causing more potential damage or harm than good. This is the Clay Edwards Show. The Guns of Your Text Line, if you want to chime in, 769 241 1944. The phone line, 601-879-0002. We'll be right back. Welcome back in to FAFO Radio, the soothing sounds of the Clay Edwards Show. This morning here on WYAB 103.9 FM. Streaming worldwide at WYAB.com, as well as the TuneIn app. Just search WYAB, uh, the TuneIn app, and Alexa. That's right. That's right. Alexa, play the realest show on radio. <laughs> I don't. That doesn't work. You had to say WYAB. Welcome back in. This segment brought to you by our friends down at Stonington Farm Beef. I know you just heard the ad there. They're going to be up here this Friday, so you got four days. You got to Thursday to get your grass-fed 
grass-finished, MRNA-free, antibiotic-free, steroid-free, locally-sourced beef order in. They'll be delivering up here Friday to three areas in central Mississippi, Florence, Brandon, and Ridgeland. Go to SteiningtonFarm.com, Steinington with two N's, Farm.com. Get your order in today. You'll call Miss Katie. Once you, you you go to the website, you go to View Our Cuts. You pick what you want. I talk about it a ton. The ground beef is phenomenal. The steaks are phenomenal. You can buy everything from one pack or one steak all the way up to a mini cow and even a whole cow. Um, if you're going to go with the larger packages, you need to contact them sooner rather than later. I'd be on the phone today. And uh, look, last time, they sold out. But the, the WYAB advertising ain't no joke. They sold out before they got here. And then I don't know if they bring extra with them. I don't think they do. you got to get your order in in advance. Really simple, breezy. Meet them. They take cash or debit or credit or whatever. they got one of the little square reader things. And enjoy the grass-fed difference. Steinington Farms, they'll be up here this Friday. Get your orders in now, steiningtonfarm.com. All right, well, we had a caller on hold. They did not survive the uh, the commercial break there. That's fine. Phone line is open, 601-879-0002. So we've been talking about the, the Brandon Brawl for the last little bit here, last segment. Five kids jumped on one kid. And my closing thoughts on the thing, and we can talk about it more if y'all want to, but my closing thoughts is this. Uh, well, no, let me say this first. Now, I've seen some reaction from some parents or alleged parents that are affiliated with some of the other kids. Uh, some stepdads, is my understanding, that are way overstepping their bounds. I've heard stories about some of these alleged kids maybe using fake profiles and sending threats to the victim telling him they need to he needs to shut up and they better not press charges which have the charges have all been pressed and my understanding is every kid has been picked up that was involved uh people you know one thing i know but my from my previous outlaw past is a when you break the law, do it by yourself. Don't bring your boys with you. It needs to be one on one. Or if you're doing something really stupid, you do it by yourself. I think that's common sense. Uh, uh, this day and age, after what we saw with January six, you leave your cell phone at home. You, you, you can do without it. Drive a car that doesn't have an infotainment system, i.e. navigation, so they, can, so they can go back and track you. Now, I ain't telling you how to break the law. I'm just saying, if you had to do it, these are the things you, these are the ways you should go about doing it. As caveman as possible. You know, you don't leave a digital trail. But by all means, do not get on social media and start sending threats to the victim. Try, you know, I, I saw parents get in there to, trying to claim their kid wasn't there, whose kids were there. Those are some of the ones that got arrested. I've just seen all kind of shenanigans. And maybe that's because it happened on a weekend. Everybody had a little downtime. I don't know. But, man, if, you're, if your kid partakes 
in a five-on-one fight, if, if you handled it, if your response was anything other than the response I read a minute ago, you're in the wrong. Period. Now, I know I got another friend whose kid was involved. I'm not, I'm not going to name his name. I just don't think it's fair to name these folks' names because they're minors. But the conversation I had with him last night mirrored the other conversation. Let's take a call. Hey, good morning. You're on there. Hey, cut your radio down. Hello? All right. Uh, caller, uh, try, try that again. Just, uh, take me off Bluetooth and cut your radio off uh, when we get on the phone, please. 601 879 Zero 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 two. All right, let's try this one more again. It's ninety five South would say. Hey, good, good morning. morning. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. I'm gonna disagree with you one time. That's fine. When miners engage in something like this, their names ought to be plastered on the front page. They need to suffer the humiliation of it. <clears throat> And well, I, well, I will say they my, did. Their names were all over social media. I just have a, I just have a, a, a kind of a in-house rule about trying not to put yeah. miners' names everywhere. We we would yes, disagree, I but I will say their names are out there. People want to find it. And see, one reason I'm when and uh, there's a female in it somewhere. My second son had a some girl got sideways with him, and <clears throat> we lived in Byron, <clears throat> and he. I got a call one night. And he was at, there was a station at the corner of Cooper Road and Terry Road. The girl was there with five guys. He was in the store and they were going to beat him up. I know that store quite well. I told my son, I said, you sit right there. And I said, when I, you see my truck pull up, you get out. And when I pulled up and got out, I had a 32 ounce Louisville Slugger. He was a senior. In high school, and I knew I was going to go to jail. And I told him, and I called one of the boys' names. I said, you take him, and I'm going to beat the other four to death. And they ran. Do <clears throat> you know a couple of parents tried to press charges on me? Well, no, but I'm not surprised. But their babies wouldn't do that. You know, and so, I mean, of course, cell phones, these little fools... <clears throat> record yourselves and they're proud of themselves and what they don't realize that crap will never go away it's always out there and i i realize they may be good kids but clay the most dangerous animal in the world is a male from 13 to 25 that's and that is a animalistic behavior to gang up five on one it's like a pack of wolves also, I'm going to say something that you may Every kid involved is a coward because they wouldn't jump on the guy one-on-one. That's the thing I'm looking at. And I taught martial arts and self-defense 35 years. <clears throat> Gang mentality is a bunch of cowards. You, I know how you are. You and I get sideways. We can get out here and go like two mules kicking. But a coward will get in the gang. And if this hurts parents faults they need to examine kids because look i'm 75 years old 
I have been in more fights than you know, a number, and my face shows it. But it was always one-on-one, you know. And we have raised, we got a generation now that thinks in the gang mentality and what they're going to do. You know, if one guy had gone out there and they'd hung up, that wouldn't be a big thing. But you get, you know, cowards in the bunch and also something, you know, you get a gang mentality like that. If you can take out the big mouth, the others will run. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean there's always that old thing about I, go in and whoop the biggest boy and if the rest still want some. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, and this may, if you, these parents are listening, I don't apologize. That is my opinion. When you go up five on one, every one of the five is a coward. Not one of them would have taken this boy on one on one. And that's what I'm looking at. And they ought to have their pictures all over uh, Dark Horse Press. Every every news agent ought to have their pictures, their names, what school they go to, and their address. And with a big thing over it that says coward. Look, I'm 75 years old. If I have a beef with you, I know you're going to whip my ass when I get up there. But, you know, me and you going to have to go at it. Now, if I get a bunch of folks up there, we come beat you to death with our walker, we're cowards. You understand? I mean, that's just my opinion. And uh, <clears throat> sometimes there's a good kid gets involved in something they should. But five on one, there's no way any parent can tell me their kid is not a coward. And yeah. I'll go a craven coward. It, it, it's a bit of a... You know, when you get around these things, and I'm just going to tell you from personal experience, and I'm not saying you're wrong at all, buddy. Um, I know I committed cowardly acts when I was doing stuff like that. You, you, you don't go – I'm going to assume all five guys didn't know they were going to get involved in this ordeal. It was probably supposed to be one-on-one, and the second the second it shifted and the, and the, and, and the wrong guy started winning, it, it everybody was just – monkey see, monkey do. And yes, sir. But every kid there, Clay had the could have walked off. Oh yeah, I mean or the people, the people filming right it, thing. the whole nine yards. When the when the second one got in on it, if there'd have been one, I'm gonna say good kid in the bunch, he'd have stepped in and stopped it. Yeah, and I will if, say if, I, if, you, if you're I got out the video the Friday night, and one guy hangs up, and a second guy gets fixed to get in. You're going to step up. You're going to step up and intervene and say, oh, it's going to stay one-on-one. I know that much about your character. And uh, that it's just, this is egregious to me. I mean, and these kids, all they, should, they need to go away. They need to be locked up somewhere a while so they can, you know, Take their licks. Yeah, I went back and just watched the video while we were talking there, and there, 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 there's about four or five other people with with their cameras out, right up in the middle of this thing, filming it from uh, every angle possible. You know, that that that, that, that grinds my gears about as much as the five involved in the fighting. No, they're worse than the guys doing the fight. They are worse. They're you know they're too cowardly with the fight. They think it's funny and videoing it when they ought to step in. Look, I'm same age as your daddy. Your daddy would step in the middle of something like that, try to pull people off and get hurt, just like me. 
My dad, my dad, we owned that bar together. He, I, I've seen him do it. He almost got ran over by a car one night trying to stop some guys that, that did that to somebody, and he ended up having to dive out of the way. I still, don't, I, I still don't know how he how he kept from getting hit. So I've I've seen it with my own eyes, buddy. I've got to take my break, brother. I appreciate you. All right, you can. I enjoy the show. Hey, this first time we've disagreed. Hey, it's, uh, it's, it was it was bound to happen. Be good, brother. Yes, sir. All right, talk to you. Bye bye. All right, let's take a break real quick. Phone line's wide open, 601-879-0002. What's your thoughts? I want to know them. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, guys, y'all hungry this morning? I'm always hungry. How about breakfast at Burgers Blues Barbecue? The Madison and the brand-new Flowood location, are open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And, yep, no, that special's over with. So check them out, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, at the Flowood and Madison location. Of course, the downtown Brandon location, my little home base there. It is open for lunch and dinner uh, six days a week. They are closed on Sundays. They take they take God's day off. You know, that's good. I'm proud. I'm glad their, their, their staff gets a day off, but mm-mm. I sure would love some of those monster mozzarella sticks on a Sunday every now and then. <laughs> I'm kidding, guys. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want y'all to come open up just for me. Anyway, man, check them out. I had lunch there. I'm sorry. I had supper there Friday night at the downtown Brandon spot. I got the smash burgers like for the fourth time in a row. I've gotten the smash burger. I had an extra slice of an extra slice. I had an extra piece of meat to it, you know. So I, I throw the special all out of whack, but it is worth it. It's the juiciest hamburger I've ever eaten. And I'm, I'm always kind of hesitant about places that, that that smash their own patties or, you know, make their own patties. Sometimes they can be kind of dry. Man, not burgers and blues. If you get a dry burger there, it, something went wrong. It is so juicy, so good. Try the, try the uh, you think you can eat a four and a half pounds of food, five pounds of food? Try the uh, smash burger challenge. It's three pounds of, of meat and bread and all that stacked high. And it's a pound and a half of fries. It's $100 to try it. If you get to the end in 45 minutes, you get your money back and you get like a t-shirt and your picture on the wall. So that is available at all locations at all times. But, uh, you know, if you order it, be prepared to wait 45 minutes to an hour for it to get out there. I seen it. I seen somebody almost do it. Travell Dixon, the chief police over there at Reservoir, the Reservoir Police. He came oh so close. He beat everybody else at the table. See if you got what it takes at all. Burgers, blues, barbecue locations. Don't forget they got two food trucks for all of your catering and special events needs. Burgersblues.com. All right, let's take a call. We got my buddy Mike on the line. What's up, brother? Hey, what's going on, man? Good morning. Good Monday. Hey, happy to you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, man, you know, I, I haven't seen the video, uh, but I've, I've heard darn near every story under the sun about this. and I think it goes back to... You know, more so the differences between the way you and I grew up and the way that these kids today are growing up. You know, the world that we grew up in no longer exists. Um, you know, there's social media for everything, which would have gotten me and you in a lot more trouble over the years. No doubt about um, it. Growing up, I mean, I'd have had so many pictures of me doing wrong all over the Internet. It's just, it's just the fact. But I want to go back to what that boy said, or that gentleman said his last caller about plastering their names all over the place. See, that's a problem I have with this. If the parents were more involved and people had more say-so in their kids' day-to-day and we just had that sense of community like we had back in the day, 
I mean, you know, if me and you were doing wrong, even though my mom didn't know you that well, she'd have snatched your butt up too, and vice versa. And I feel like that's kind of, I don't know, that's kind of something that we're lacking these days. You know, we're lacking that community mentality where parents get involved a little bit more, where I hate to say it, they might throw two boys in the backyard, let them look crap at each other, but at least you know nobody's jumping on nobody. Um, you know, different situations to handle these problems. I, and and throwing people's names all over the, the news when they're minors. I, look, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a case in point. I had juvenile arrests, suspended from schools, expelled from a school. My life was chaotic when I was younger. You know, I was I was a knucklehead. I needed a lot of a lot of a lot of you know work with and a lot of time to deal and develop. But man, I'm a I'm a stronger man today. I'm a good man today. I try to be. I try to be a, a better person each day than I was. And if you'd have thrown my life away when I was a kid, maybe I'd have just kept that knucklehead cycle going. You know, so I have a real hard time with throwing somebody's life away that young. But at the same respect, you do some stupid stuff, you're gonna you're gonna take the stupid consequences with it. You know, I think the, the courts or the family should handle it, but. Flashing their names all over the place ain't going to do anybody any good. Yeah, I, I'm with you, and, it, and I'd, I would feel the same exact way if this happened in Jackson or anywhere else. If a minor, there, there's rules, there's reasons why we, we prosecute people as minors and or adults. And Yeah, a lot of countries actually do, uh, they don't post anything until there's a conviction, which, yeah. you know, we're supposed to be guilty or innocent until proven guilty in this country I'd, I'd much rather something like that but yeah i have a problem throwing minors names out there yeah but overall i like that the families seem to be getting involved in this now i see there's a little back and forth and you're never going to make anybody happy especially getting a lot of stepdads in there i'm a stepdad myself mm-hmm. um you know uh, they get very protective of their kids and their family and everything and, and rightfully so man i mean it's what we got but you know we we're talking about this the other day there's got to be a level of understanding and respect. You know, the, the community's got to understand that these kids are going to be kids. They're going to push levels. They're going to push boundaries. I am not in any means okay in jumping on folks. So all the fights I got into, except for those big, you know, Prep Northwest fights or Brandon Pearl fights where everybody's fighting everybody. But even in those massive brawls, you had most likely just people beating up on each other. Nobody really jumping on each other, even in the massive fight like that. So it was different back in the day. I don't think we can say that it's the same kind of thing today. And I will agree with that that gentleman from before. Those kids that were filming it are, are worse than the damn near worse than the guys that are doing it because they're the ones that are instigating. They're probably half the ones you know egging these guys on, getting their motor running, getting them worked up. Now again, it's the kids' fault for it, for letting them do it, but you know um, they're just as bad as anybody else in this. Look, uh, Mike, I would love to hold hold this conversation. I got to take my break. I ran over a couple other segments. No, Appreciate you, too, you brother. Enjoy your day. Yep, you too. Take care. All right, man. All right. Uh, caller, stay. Uh, caller, stay on hold. I'll try to get to you when we come back. A couple segments there, big time. So it's shortened up these last two. I do apologize, but hey, sometimes when you got good radio going, you just got to ignore the rules, break rules when necessary. I'll do it here. I, I will. Uh, so we got about 30 seconds left, 20 seconds left for our top of the hour break. When we come back, we're going to have a whole other hour. Uh, we're going to ride this as long as you guys want to call in. I do have some national topics we can hit, too. I want to vent this on out. If you all got something y'all want to say, let's get it out. 601-879-0002 is the phone line. 769-241-1944 is the text. We'll be right back.
All right, we're back. It's hour two of the Realist Show on radio. Like I told y'all earlier, today was going to be kind of like a Brandon Real Talk Uncensored Facebook group come to life this morning. <clears throat> we were going to talk about some very, very hyper localized to Brandon issues. And, but, but I think, of course, it paints a bigger picture. You know, the, the discussion we're having this morning. I got a few national topics, but I also have some callers that are going to call in. And we got to, we're going to circle back to this fight stuff because I, I really want to get the community's opinion on this stuff. And I hope I'm bringing a little bit of levity to it. You know, I, I, I can be very negative. I hope sometimes I can maybe flip a situation, maybe throw a little water on a situation and help calm it down. I mean, sometimes you got it. Sometimes just sticking your head in the sand and pretending it ain't happening ain't the way to do it. Sometimes you got to talk about these things. What I do with Jackson, I have to be a little more rude because they're hard headed, you know. But uh, anyway, hey, this segment brought to you by Lakeland Glass and Tent guys. They've they're big sale. I, you remember those stores? Those stores? Those commercials from back in the eighties when Fred used to give away the store. And and his wife, old granny, was like, Fred, why you keep giving away the store? I, that, that's how I'm looking over at Jason Anderson at Lakeland Glass and Tent with these specials. Jason, how you giving away the store? But listen to this. It's a Mardi Gras special. Now, one second. Real, speaking of Brandon, Mississippi, and Mardi Gras. First off, the Mardi Gras parade is this Friday. Can't wait. Second... It's the first place I've ever lived in my life where people decorate for Mardi Gras. <laughs> and, and across the street from my house, it's, they're, they're, they're celebrating two things. They've they got some Mardi Gras lights, and they've got hearts for Valentine's. I'm not used to that. <laughs> we barely decorated for Christmas still. We barely decorated for Christmas where I came from in South Jackson. So uh, I, I like the folks are enjoying themselves. But anyway, back to Lakeland Glass and Tent. It's 50% off still. Remember my text message from Jason. Let the good times roll. 50% off ceramic coatings. I, I can't preach to y'all how good of a deal that is. I mean, like on some of these deals, on some of these vehicles, that's like, that's like $1,000 in savings-ish, give or take a couple hundred bucks. Uh, ceramic window tent. That's the real deal. That's the best of the best. That's the stuff that keeps the heat out. That ceramic, ceramic window tent, 40% off. And last but not least, if you're if you're familiar with paint protection films, like the clear film they'll put on your car, like like in like on the front of the hood, behind your tires, places where you get a lot of rot picks or bugs on your mirrors, uh, paint protection film, thirty percent off. All at Lakeland Glass and Tent. That's all the it's all the best of the best. This ain't no. They're not using a cheaper inferior product to give you this discount. They're using Expel. It is the industry leader in this type of stuff. LakelandGlassIntent.com today for your quote. And uh, if you, keep in mind, and I like to tell people this is from personal experience. If you, if you got a car that's three or four years older, or you got a brand new car you've driven through one of these drive-through car washes a few times, you need to go by the place. Let Jason and his team put their eyes on it, talk about expectations, and then talk about money. Because if it's got a thousand little small scratches from that car wash. And it takes an extra day to do it. Obviously, the price is going to be a little different. You know, you just got to set those realistic expectations. And I recommend doing that in person right there at their Flowwood Drive location right across from River Oaks. 
All right, that's Lakeland Glass and Tint. Uh, phone line is wide open, 601-879-0002. The Guns in Your Text Line, 769-241-1944. I'm going to read a couple texts here. This is from Jerry. Jerry says, um, and he got in a little late, but he says, uh, on film, he says, they, so if the people got caught doing this on film, uh, self-identified, so no privacy expected. I can I can understand that. I guess I'm just, I have my own rules, I reckon. And he says, P.S., I got on late, didn't hear what happened, that a, that a punk pack jumped someone. Then he says, uh, dumb move. If so, consequences coming back on them may not be uh, may not be pleasurable. I think it's the best way I can say it. I know they all got arrested yesterday. All parties involved, and and I also know that a couple of those parents, a couple of those kids, are safer in jail than they were left in their house with their parents due to consequences and repercussions for their actions. And I had a couple phone calls with people yesterday that weren't affiliated with this directly, and we all kind of came to the same conclusion: is it's a it's a bit refreshing to see parents. This you know, if you got kids in the car, plug your ears. This pissed off for something their kids have done, and uh, it's nice. It's a nice change. Let's take a call. Hey, good morning. You're on there. Hey, Clay. Hey. Hey, this is Tony. Hey, Tony. What's up, brother? What's going on now? Man, uh, one couple things you said about the back in the day, those Southside Fox. I remember one time in the TGNY parking lot, me and two of my buddies got jumped by about 15. And it was about a minute-long fight. Wasn't much to it. And we handled it the way you're supposed to handle it. I went and got the entire Wingfield baseball team, and we came back and turned turned the, we. I'd like to say we turned other cheek, but we turned a whole lot of other cheeks that night. <laughs> and uh, that's the way it was handled back in the day. And, you know, you say uh, camera phones, Facebook. I'd probably be in prison. Yeah. So we we, we glad for that. The only thing I'm gonna say about this whole fight: kids, kids, they stupid. They you know, there's a, the whole saying that everything happens for a reason. Yes, sometimes the reason is you're stupid and you make bad decisions and you get to pay for them. And that's what needs to happen here. Everybody needs to get a little justice. And one thing you just said about they're safer in jail, I guarantee you I'd have been safer in jail. If I had to go home, if I had to go home and answer Dave Young after this, yeah, it would have been real ugly. Absolutely, man. And hey, so look, man. It, it, the, only Tony- thing, the only problem I got is the two stepdads that I – screenshot and sent you on Facebook. Yeah. Those two guys are pieces of garbage and need to be handled the right way. They need to go to jail or they need to let the, the dad and the uncle answer to those two. Now we, now we need to go go get us a bull in the ring type situation and let's go throw knuckles. Now let's go let's go see that on man. They want to run their mouth. Those two those two gentlemen and I use that term loosely because they're not gentlemen. Those two grown men ran their mouth. Now they need to pay some consequences, and I hope, and I hope legally, I hope they broke some laws and get to pay for them too. Uh, yeah, a- absolutely. When you go back and you, and you start threatening a kid that was already the victim of getting jumped five on one, yeah, you know, 
I have no and, respect and for you. And claim to be part of it, proudly part of it. Yeah. So that's all I got. See you. Appreciate it, Tony. Let's take another call here real quick. Hey, you're on there. Hi, man. Hey, what's up? Man, I yesterday woke up and saw that, and uh, I chimed in real quick, probably before I should have, and uh, there was people calling, you know, let the daddies answer to it, and that sounds real good. Until you take your shoes off and, and, and walk in that other daddy's shoes that's sitting at home minding his own business and thinks his kids is out hanging with his buddy. That's that's not a good idea. I don't I don't want to be held accountable for something my kid did out in the street I wasn't aware of. But let give me the time and do justice to hold my kid accountable before you chime in wanting to come to my house or call for street justice. I've I've been the parent of this exact thing both ways. And I chimed in yesterday a little bit early and I called or text rather and apologized to the other parents. But being the being that I've been in this situation both ways, those parents aren't gonna be happy. And and you're gonna disagree with me right here, but there's gonna be no true justice going to the police department. They're gonna get a little slap on the wrist, a couple months probation, two weeks into it, they aren't gonna feel their own probation. There was people saying, take them off of the football team, take them off of the baseball team. Do you really think that's punishment? No. But then again, what really is punishment for something like that? Yeah, look, man, I, I think I think proactive parenting can go a lot further than the police. I know two of the daddies personally. One of them shocked the hell out of me with some of his comments. <laughs> both, both the ones I know are business owners, and it's a reflection on them. One of them was totally embarrassed. Yeah, I've seen some of the screenshots. That's, you, you can't go handle stuff the way everybody was calling for, me included. That's uh, that's not proper. It's not right. But it sounds good to the ear when you're hot and you're pissed off. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, look, that's why on a lot of this kind of stuff, brother, I've I've used the Abraham Lincoln rule when he was really mad. I know people may not believe this, but there's so much stuff I could talk about that I don't around here. I see something, and I, I I've been used. Abraham Lincoln used the seven day rule. He'd write a letter to his enemies. And he would wait seven days before he yeah, sent I, it. Sorry, I had to hang up on somebody, man, for whatever reason it was. Y'all there? All right, let me finish this. I done hung up on both callers. Abraham Lincoln rule. I appreciate everybody calling in. You, you, you get mad. Abraham Lincoln would write a seven-day, uh, uh, an angry letter to whoever he was mad at. And... He had put it in his desk drawer, and in seven days or 14 days, whatever it was, seven days for the sake of this conversation, then he would mail it if he was still mad. Why well, I convert that into modern-day times with social media. If I'm mad about something, or I got a really strong, immediate feeling about it, instead of going straight to the, to the phone and typing out something, a long, angry uh, text, I... I um, I think about it for 24 hours, and if I go to bed and I wake up the next morning and I'm still mad as hell, then I will post about it, and and that that was the rule I used with this incident over the weekend. Was I sleep on it Saturday night, get some rest, wake up Sunday, and uh, form an opinion about it. I mean, other than the obvious opinion of 
What they did was a punk move. I mean, I, nobody's, nobody's denying that five kids jumping on one was a punk move. Where we, where, but that's done. So where we move forward from there is how is it handled? Let's take a call back from Heath. Hey, brother, I didn't mean to hang up on you there. Yes, I. Uh, I'm I'm one of the ones that chimed in yesterday for the you know look, go find the daddies, give them the same that they gave the other, that that one boy. Mm-hmm. But when you put your shoes on the on, you step into that other parent's shoes that's minding his business and thinks his kids is they're just out there hanging out with buddies. How would you feel if? couple guys pulled up in your driveway ready to wire your jaw shut and you're not even aware why give the parents time to to find out what the kid did and hold their kid accountable i know two of the parents and i know one set of the parents i would hate to be in that house i would hate to be that kid yep the other parent i was shocked by maybe he you might want to go find that one because i was totally shocked by that one. Uh, i didn't see him taking a response the way you did and i've been a parent both ways my, my son has done some stupid stuff and he's had stupid stuff done to him the parent that they're not going to feel justice by the the brandon police department you're probably going to disagree with me i don't know but two months probation three months probation slap on the wrist the kid don't feel punishment take them out of football baseball that's not punishment so there's really no true way to make it, to hold the kid accountable What's done is done, but you can't take street justice and, and make it right. Don't you? You can't go pulling into people's driveways. No, that's, that's, look, you're right. That's, it, uh, no that sounds that sounds great, and on, on, on paper, and then you open yourself up to getting shot in that driveway at that other man's house, and 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 guess who's going to be in the right? The guy that did it. One hundred percent. No matter what you were there to defend. No matter what you were there to defend, so yeah, it's a, it's a thin line. And then when you put, when you know, you actually know a couple of the parents, it hits a little closer to home. I I texted one of them earlier and apologized. Once I found out who they was, I was like, oh my god, that's actually some good parents. Their kid just got out in the street and did some stupid stuff. You can't hold their hand twenty four seven. No, you you can't, but man. That was a conversation I, I had. That was the exact conversation I had with one of the parents last night. Who I've been friends with for thirty years. So yeah, am I, am I a little biased in this thing? You can't not be when you, when you have the relationship with parents on both sides, like I do. But I mean, oh, yeah, but, I, I removed my comment off of the Facebook. I chimed in a little early there, and then when I found out who the parents was, I was I was kind of like, oh, them. Well, they're actually good parents. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I, it, and I know for a fact, if you pull in one of those driveways. There won't be any knuckles thrown. I promise you that. Heath, look, man, it's on, I'm on, on my. On, it, it's my hill to die on. That my parents were great. Were great parents. Are still great parents to this day. They're both still very active and involved in my life. In my, they were great parents. They were disciplined. My mom was in law enforcement. I mean, they were involved. I was just a knucklehead that had to go find things out the hard way. And I, I'm, I'm better for it now at 46 years old that I learned things the hard way because now at this point in my life, I know who, what, when, and where to avoid to, so I don't fall into those same trappings. But you can have good parents can have kids that go do dumb things. I'd be more surprised if, if everybody's kid don't do dumb stuff. These just, they got caught. Oh, you know, mine have. I got four. 
Yeah. I guarantee you, my, mine's done stuff I'm not even aware of right now, and they're in their 20s. Yeah, my, my, I'll probably hear my daughter. It later on in life, you know. This is why but, uh, I was telling somebody last night, this is why I'm glad I, I have a daughter. I was like, this is one of the few times, one of the few things I don't have to necessarily worry about her getting involved in, you know. And that's another thing, Clay. Everybody is these boys, these boys, these boys, these boys. These boys. What about the girl that set the boy up? You know, I don't know much. I don't know. I'm not an expert with the law, but that sounds like some conspiracy type stuff there. I mean, there could be some big. I would be interested to see what the charges are if they pursue that angle, because she set the boy up and then took him to a beating that she knew was going to happen. Now, did she know it was going to be five on one? I don't know. You know, was that the plan the whole time? I don't know. But man, that that's borderline like. I don't know kidnapping. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you would charge there, but that escalates things. I mean, that's like get charged as an adult type stuff there. Exactly. What about her? Because nobody's mentioned the girl, and it, it could happen again. Because I guarantee you, take like you said earlier, a fifteen year old boy pumping with testosterone is easy to get him out of the house. We are easily tricked. I'm going. At 15 years old, believe me, buddy, whatever's on the other side, I'm just going to have to face it whenever I get there. She could call me. She could have called me back the next day and said, look, I, I, I hate what happened. I want to make it right. And I'm going to come pick you up. And I'm like, all right, I'm, you, 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 you I deserve this. <laughs> so, I mean. <laughs> exactly. That's something she needs to be held accountable because so far it's only the boys. Yeah. I, Heath, I got to take my break, brother. Great call. Thank you for calling back. Absolutely. All right. Appreciate it. Good stuff there, man. Good stuff. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards show. Guys, we're going to go straight to the phone here, uh, but I'm going to have to read an ad before I get out of this break. So, but um, we're going to go straight to the phone. I think, Kyle, is that you? Yeah, yeah. Right. We've got uh, Kyle Foles on the line. Kyle, his son was the victim of this. And uh, Kyle, I appreciate you calling in this morning. I know you had a heck of a weekend. Oh yeah, yeah, it's been it's been quite a weekend, to say the least, my man. You know, and, and look, I'm just going for com- complete transparency. I've been friends with Kyle no less than twenty years. I would say. And, oh yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely, man. We go all the way back, way yeah. back in the day. So, so full transparency. It, it, it's hard to stay biased or unbiased through these type things. And then I found out I was long, long term friends with. Some kids on the other side's parents as well, so you know it, it. It puts me in a tough spot to have these conversations, but I do not believe in sticking our head in the sand and pretending things didn't happen. I think this use this platform for people to talk it out is a good thing. Kyle, uh, I, I guess most people are kind of up to date on what happened. You know, people have seen yeah. the video. What's the fallout been like? What uh, were the charges were pressed? Just pick up wherever you want to pick up, and we'll go from there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, first off, I just want to. Thank you for this opportunity to get on here and, and share my story. Uh, it, it's you know, it's probably going to be a kind of an emotional roller coaster ride for you guys. So I'll just kind of bear with me. I'm still kind of reeling from everything. Uh, heard what you said earlier about the 48 hours or the 24 hour type of situation. When you have an opinion about something, you kind of just want to sleep on it. Uh, the manner to which I wanted to bring awareness to this situation was to take it to social media. And uh, when I got this video, I still I still can't bring myself to watch this video. The ones that were shared, there's a few of them actually all returned to the police. But I, I can't bring myself to watch those videos. 
uh, first thing I did is I sent that video to my brother. And my brother, he's a grown-ass man, pardon my French, uh, he called me crying after he saw it, crying like a baby, and told me not to watch the videos. And that just lit a fire under me. Uh, if it was a one-on-one situation, it was a fair fight like we all used to grow up with back in the day. We all handled our business. Uh, yeah, this wouldn't have, have been a situation at all. But the manner in which he was set up, took him from his home and brought across town and and left there after that vicious attack, it's just something that can't happen to any kid. I don't want to, I, I don't like any kid getting hurt. Hey, but did he find out it's your own? Did he get left there after that? Like left? Oh, absolutely. Stri- so yeah, he was just there to fend absolutely. for himself. Okay, that's terrible. Yeah, absolutely. I got to call at nine p.m. when I was at work from uh, Brandon PD, uh, saying that my son had been involved in an incident, and you know I keep him on life lock. You know, I keep up with his location. When I found out where he was, first thing I'm thinking is, how the hell did you get all the way out there? Uh, I got to tell you, that 30-minute drive was the longest drive of my life, just trying to get there as quick as I can and just not knowing what condition he's in. All I heard is he was jumped. And thank God when I got there, you know, I'm I'm going to first say without, you know, bragging or anything, my son is tough as hell. I I know the world is, is a rough place, so I made sure that kid was tough at an early age. He's been in the wrestling for about five years, uh, several medals in his weight class and in the Birmingham, Alabama school district. He's tough. Uh, and he doesn't shy away from a scrap. And I'm thinking because of that, he was able to protect himself a little bit better than maybe a, some other kids would have in that instance. So that was another thing that kind of upset me. What if it was another kid that was put in a situation that has never been taught to defend themselves properly. What if they were put in that situation and ended up on the ground getting stomped on over and over again? I don't know. Also, I need to point this out. I've spoken to a few of those parents. Uh, Those are good people. I, I, I truly believe they are devastated by what has happened. Most of them now. There, there are a couple of idiots. You know, I'm sure everybody's seen. Uh, don't too much care for them. However, most of the parents that I've spoken to are just great people. Uh, I, I don't want to see any harm come to anybody. And I'm just thinking that these kids, even the kids, I, I don't, I don't even want to see any harm come to the kids. Uh, ugh. I feel like they just got caught up in some BS, the, the the fever of okay, this kid did something, he did something wrong, let let's get him type of mentality. The new kid, I got custody of him this time last year. He doesn't really know anybody. Been trying to find which clique to fit into. So maybe he fell into the wrong clique. Maybe some of them boys did some things they shouldn't have done. But my son didn't know what he was being accused of. And on the videos, the first thing that happens is they they snatch his phone away from him 
So he gets out of the car, and then that's when the attack, he's looking for his phone, and that's when that attack happened. Uh, just just vicious, just cowardly. It, it, and again, I, I hated to have to, to put that on the Facebook. I, I, but I've been a bartender for 20 years. I know a lot of people. I knew once I got the names of the individuals, I knew if I put it out there, then I would hear from the parents, and I sure did. Oh, yeah, look, I don't, parents, I don't know if you were listening at the beginning of the show, but the first thing I said was, Everybody wants to talk about how they would react, should react. I said, the way you and your family reacted, I, I, I'm not about to criticize what y'all did. Uh, my criticism comes in from some of the, the other what I would have done people. Oh, yeah. You, you know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. And, and God, I think what y'all, you had to do what you had to do, and it worked. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, the reason I, I took it, so I've heard, you know, other people talking about, you know, law enforcement, don't get law enforcement. The thing is, uh, I need this to be a lesson for everybody involved. If those were good kids, then I guarantee you this right here will be a lesson learned because nobody wants to sit in juvie. I mean, it, it, no, no cell phones. I mean, think about it. We, the people that have been there, that's a scary place, not knowing what's going to happen, not knowing when you're getting picked up, not knowing what's going to happen when you see that judge. Just sitting there waiting and wondering. That is scary. And, and that is going to resonate with these kids. I don't want anything bad to come to anybody. Uh, I hate that this has happened. I hate it for everybody involved. Uh, Did, I feel like I've seen the worst and the best in people all in one weekend. Uh, it's just been the, the most amazing thing, the support I've gotten from the community. And the outrage, the public outrage, and the, the, the parents, the parents that are involved, I think I was mentioned earlier, uh, the, the, the community, the way we, we came together. And I've had several parents message me talking about this just happened to my kids, having my kids, same incident. You know, nothing had was able to be done, didn't have evidence. It's just the, the damnest thing these kids pretty much incriminate themselves these days with these videos, with these messages, with social media. I mean, it is a, it, they're making police work really easy, especially when they step out of line like this. But Kyle, did uh, they, I, one of the texts or several of the texts I'm getting, you know, right before you called was, did you, I think you told me or somebody told me last night that they, all, all the kids had been picked up since, since the police got involved. Did, did they get the girls? So here's the thing. They are looking into that today. Uh, they are trying to see what type of charges there can be pressed. Uh, yeah, that's another bad situation right there. How is how, how how is your boy doing today? Does he have any injuries to speak of? To, to be perfectly honest with you guys, <laughs> he has some scrapes on his knees. He says his, his rib cage is a little sore, but... He says he's been sore after wrestling tournaments, where you got to go eight hours uh, and fight, you know, four four or five kids a day. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, he's not he's not. Uh, it's not new to take an ass with him. <laughs> hey, you know, I, w- one of the things I preach a lot about. I don't currently have a jujitsu studio uh, that's, that sponsors this thing, but when I did, one of the things I sold people was the bully prevention. K- parents, get your kids into some. 
uh, martial arts training because if nothing else, they get into a situation like this, they have situational awareness. They have a little bit of training to go back to. Absolutely. I mean, as you can see from from the video, uh, from what I've heard, now I, I haven't I wasn't able to watch it, but he did the only thing he knew to do to protect himself, and that was immediately go for the attacker and basically use him as a shield. You know, picked him up and held on to him while the other kids were just doing their their what they were doing. Uh, there was no winning that situation. It doesn't matter how much training you have. Uh, but because of his training, he was able to protect himself. And he walked away, you know, virtually unscathed, just just some scrapes on his knees, and he has sore where they were hitting him in the ribs. Uh, but, no, that kid's tough. And, I mean, I'm so very proud of him and, and the way where his head's at right now. Uh, just an amazing thing. He bounced right back. Couldn't wait to go to school today. He went from being being the new kid to probably the most popular kid in school all all overnight. It doesn't take long. I I, I say it all the time when I talk about the bully prevention stuff. The second other kids find out another kid can fight, he's immediately the most popular kid in the school. So yeah, and unfortunately that is just that's such a shame. (laughs) I know for all the wrong for all the wrong reasons, but as life goes, absolutely. Look. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hopefully, I told him, you know, it might just be one. You might only have to deal with this one time. Uh, but again, I hope this is a lesson for everybody involved. For Ashton, you know, don't get into strange girls' vehicles. But I heard that call early about your buddy. Uh, you know, we would all do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Girl calls. Yeah, fifteen. I'm getting in the car too. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Hey, look, she could have called me back the next day. I guess Saturday morning yeah. after all that, and be like, "I need to, I need to apologize to you. I owe you an apology. I'd have been all, okay. Oh, yeah. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Feel free to fool me twice. <laughs> absolutely. Oh uh, well, I, I do have to point this out too. There was a picture of one of the kids that was shared online. I, that individual's parents are some of the nicest, kindest individuals. And if any, you know, if anybody sees that picture kind of floating around, if y'all could flag it for me, I don't, I don't want to put that individual on blast anymore. Yeah, his parents reached out to me much, too, and uh, yeah, just, they're, they're good people. It was a really they're moving, good. moving conversation I had, and, you know. And Kyle, I got to take my break, brother. I appreciate you calling in, yes, sir. Uh, no problem, man. I appreciate you having me play. Love your show. Love what you're doing here. Appreciate your time you've given me. Absolutely, brother. Thank you. Stay blessed. Thank, uh-huh. thank you. I tell you, man, the call I got from the the kid's parent or the the text message I got, it it made me. I mean, in finding light in a dark spot here, man. The the parents' involvement and how angry they were at their kids. Well, it, it was nice. It was nice to see because you knew it's like, oh yeah, these are the kids that are gonna wish they were in jail if they'd rather be in jail than have to live in that house with that mom and dad. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Phone lines are lit up, 601-879-0002. The text line, the Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, guys, this segment brought to you by A1 Gear and Auto right down there on Highway 49 South in Florence, Mississippi. You have uh, any automotive repair needs, my friends, they can get you rolling, whether it's brakes, a check engine light, air conditioner, heater not working right, they can handle it all. But what they specialize in 
is going to be your ring and pinion. That's what they are known for. That's what has put them on the map here in central Mississippi. If you have any issues with your rear end, your transfer case on your four-wheel drive, any of that stuff, A1 Garnado is going to be your specialist for all of that. And again, they can take care of everything from an oil change to a, to an engine replacement. They can do it all at A1 Gear and Auto. The only thing they don't do is diesel engine repair. Now, if your diesel truck needs some suspension stuff, you know, rear end stuff, they got you covered. They just ain't working on the diesel engine. They will refer you to a specialist. And, that, and, and, and look, I've said it a million times. I'm going to say it again. They diagnose it right the first time. They're respectful of your time. They get you in. They get you out as quick as possible and still be done right. And they are very fair with their pricing. I know for a fact their hourly, their hourly rate is cheaper than anybody else's in that area. I know that for a fact. So they're not greedy. Justin, the owner, diagnoses the vehicles himself. He gets you. You, get, you hear a funny noise. You don't know what it is. You got a vibration. He drives it down forty nine there. He figures out what's wrong with it and he gets his guys in the back and himself to fix it. Very hands-on. Love it. A1 Gear and Auto, Florence, Mississippi. Good folks. Go see them. Tell them Clay sent you. All right. A lot of, lot of, talk, lot of conversation this morning. Uh, Danny, I saw where you tried calling. You're welcome to call back. 601-879-0002. We got about three minutes here. We have eaten up the show uh, with this topic today. Well, good news is I don't have to do much show prep for tomorrow. <laughs> I did a lot of show prep for today. Ty. Chimes in on the Guns and Gear text line says, uh, Martial arts definitely help with bully prevention. I boxed and fought MMA for a long time and it saved my butt in JPS. I didn't make it, didn't make it, didn't make me the most popular. But once my teachers were coming to my fight and going back to the students saying, That white boy's raw, I got left alone. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, unknown texter says, he is spot on. We can't help everything our children do when we aren't around, but I can't guarantee you any decent parent would handle their child. I can guarantee you any decent parent will handle their child accordingly for that. Great parents still have crappy kids at times. All kids do stupid crap. In today's world, though, the internet allows everyone to know and have an opinion on your child's mistakes and that need to be talked about with your kids you know it's just the uh the thing that grinds my gears i can't stand the i can't stand the where were the parents I, I, that grinds my gears let's take a call hey danny you're on there brother hey bud hey what's up how's it going good man uh look here i i was appalled when i first saw the video i just uh yes we've all screwed up and uh, I've never been involved in anything like that. Never really did directly involve anybody. Might have been their possession, but not their, not themselves, you know. But uh, Brandon's not the only place this stuff's going on. Uh, there's uh, stuff going on in Clinton and uh, with teenagers, juveniles, and uh, police because of the Hines County system won't won't uh, take care of the situation. And I'm just afraid that the petty stuff that's going on now will turn into stuff that has gone on in Brandon. And some somewhere, somehow, somebody needs to be made an example of. 
unfortunately, so that this uh, these things won't escalate. Because these kids, they play the when the police come. Oh, we're just we're just children, you know. These are 16, 17 years old. Uh, you're not a child anymore. And uh, it's time to be held accountable for the things you do to others. And uh, this just might be where, this just might be a turning point if uh, the police do take hold of this situation and uh, nip it in the bud, as Marty says. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, use it as a life lesson. And, you know, yes, sir. It, I, it took me till I was 34, 34 years old. No, it took me till I was about 30 years old, man, to have the stupid completely shook out of me. And it was a situation very similar to this, out fighting, raising hell, doing all that stuff. Landed me in jail for four days out in Raymond and then a year on house arrest that finally shook the stupid out of me. Right. And, you know, and it. it Sometimes it have they got a chance of it happening to them way earlier than me, and people will be people will have been forgotten all about this by this time yep. next week. But the court system yep. ain't going to forget about it. The victim ain't going to forget about it. The public perception, mm-hmm. all that'll die down. It'll be on to whatever the next thing to be angry about is. But this could be a great opportunity to get them uh, going in the right direction. A lot of them kids ain't bad kids. I know them, but they did something stupid, right. and it'll teach them to avoid those situations, which will be a valuable life lesson. Danny, i got to take yeah. my break, brother. Great hearing from you this morning. Yes, sir. All right. We'll be right back to land the plane for the day. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Guys, we got a couple minutes left here. Hey, real quick, um, I'm not going to name last names here. Steve, Monica, they let us use their truck and trailer this weekend to do some moving. Could not have done it without their truck and trailer. So I was, and they listen to the show every morning. So shout out to them. Big thank you for that. Uh, Bobcat texted in and said, so are your racist Jacksonian textures now satisfied that you spent two hours on this topic? <clears throat> Talking about something that happened in Brandon. Uh, to that, I'll say no. I know the mob is never satisfied. And, I, and I've learned also to never try to appease the mob. Never try to please your haters at a, at the chance of offending your base. Uh, but it, we had to do what was natural. This this conversation came very natural to me. It was hot in my community. People tell me I don't talk about my community enough. So today we talked about my community. We talked about my community a lot last week, too. Uh, the optics are bad right now out there in Brandon. Three murders, uh, a, a big fight. It ain't looking good. Maybe we'll get it turned around. I'll see you all tomorrow right here on WYAB.